Welcome to the Hilltop United Methodist Church podcast. Hilltop is located in Sandy, Utah, 985 East, 10,600 South. Locals would say 106th. Our two worship services are at 9 o'clock and 10.30. Hope to see you this Sunday. God bless. Bye-bye. Our reading today is... um, from Paul's letter to the church in Philippi. He was the founding pastor of that particular church, and he has been provided sort of an update of what's gone on there, and we're getting this one side of the conversation, which is Paul's side writing a letter back to that congregation, talking about various things they need to be aware of. And right, the section that we're at right now is this sharing that Paul has of some pastoral guidance, some guidance to the group as their founding pastor and some thoughts. The, the reading for today starts off in verse 4 of chapter 4, and I'm on page 198, but sometimes to understand this, we may need just to glance a little bit at, cha- at verses 2 and 3, which I'll read to you for a second, and I'm on page 198 if you want to pull out a Bible and read along. Paul writes, I urge Eudodia and I urge Syntyche, liturgists would hate those for sure, uh, to be of the same mind in the Lord. To be of the same mind in the Lord. That's the invitation. Yes, and I ask you also, my loyal companion, help these women for they have struggled beside me in the work of the gospel together with Clement and the rest of my co-workers whose names are in the book of life. So he's named three people there, and and the encouragement is is that they have done good hard work on behalf of the church there in Philippi, and the encouragement is is for them to stay in proper relationship with God and for them to take on as much as possible the mind of God. Wouldn't that be easy if that would, wouldn't that be wonderful if if that was an easy task for us to put on the mind of God? And then they get to the portion that's very familiar to us, We've heard these words before, probably why it's in the church year for this particular Sunday, which is this Gaudete Sunday, Gaudete Sunday, which means joy in Ecclesial ecclesial Latin. That's probably the only word in Latin that I know. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to everyone. The Lord is near. Do not worry about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. This is the word of God for the people of God. Winnie, the Pooh, turns to his friend Piglet and he says, Do you know what today is? And Piglet says, Why, it's today. And Winnie says, Ah, my favorite day. My favorite day. A.A. A. Milne is giving us the advice through Winnie the Pooh, for us to be prepared to live in our now, in our present day. 
want to talk to you a little bit about having an attitude of gratitude which leads to an attitude of joy. An attitude of joy that we can put on and live with. But it's our choice. It's our choice. The passage that we have from Philippians offers a word there called meekness. Now, sometimes when we go from English to Spanish, we'll go from one word to three, one word to four. Sometimes when we go from, uh, to German, for example, we go from one word to 62. Right, <laughs> right, right, Francois? You speak a little German, right? Ein bisschen. Um, it, but this particular word in Greek is, it, we, it's, it's, it, it sort of defies a one-for-one one translation. The word meekness there. The, me, the word could be translated as sort of a, a phrase, which is this idea about not insisting on everything that we're entitled to by custom or by law. That's the meaning of the word here. It's that you're entitled to something by practice, you're entitled to something by law, but it's his willingness to step back from it and not demand it as yours. It calls it meekness, that word that's offered there for us. And it's often used in Greek, at least in secular Greek, as, um, as, an, as in, coupled with another word which has got a different root, to it, which is don't take yourself so seriously. Don't take yourself so seriously. Don't be overly impressed with your own importance. This God that we worship in this passage here, we're, 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 comp, we're, we're told to be prepared to, un, to understand that God is going to offer us peace which pushes our boundaries. That's not Dennis saying that, that's Paul saying that. It it surpasses our understanding. It's greater than our ability to understand it. But you have to sort of be prepared to work at it. How do you work at that? One of the ways you work at that is by practicing the presence of the sacred. Practicing the presence of the holy. The... In France, in the 17th century, there was a gentleman named Brother Lawrence. Brother Lawrence took care of the pots and pans in a monastery. That's what his gig was. He took care of the pots and pans. But the abbot there noticed that Brother Lawrence was joyful in all that he did. Everything about it, he, he went about it with a cheery heart, a smile on his lips, and just was just a, a wonderful person to be around. And the abbot decided to call him into his office and said, how do you do this? How do you do this? And I don't, the actual record of the precise conversation that day is lost, but he encouraged Brother Lawrence to go write a book about what it was that he had discovered. And one of the quotes is, is that we ought not to be weary of doing little things for the love of God, who regards not the greatness of the work, but the love with which it is performed. He's encouraging us to practice the daily presence, the hourly presence, the minute-by-minute presence of God in our lives. It's a chance for us to bring that in, and it should, it could 
I, I advocate it would make you joyful. Now, for those of you that listen to, to it closely and you say, hold it, the words were rejoice, uh, I, I do regularly look up words in the dictionary, and the definition of rejoice includes the word joy, and the definition of the word joy includes the word rejoice. They're synonyms. They mean essentially the same thing. Joy is the serious work of heaven. That's not Dennis Shaw. That's C.S. Lewis offering that, wor- that, therefore, that for us. And the Jewish conservative commentary writer, uh, commentary, um, radio commentary guy, Dennis Prager, would suggest to us that happiness, joy, is serious business. Both of them would say that part of being happy, part of being joyful in the life, is your own attitude about life. What day is today? Ah, it's today. Ah, my favorite We can spend our lives focusing on tomorrow, next week, next month, next year, next decade. For some of you, next century. Not me. I'm probably going to be checked out long before then. But it's a chance for us to know that we need to sort of set aside the stuff and not take ourselves quite so important. Here Here are my three ideas for you. My three ideas. Point number one. Live in the day you're in. Live in the day that you're in. And go about, like Paul would say, rejoice in that day. Let it push your boundaries a little bit. Let it get beyond what it was that you would have thought the day would have brought you joy before you started on the day. But let today be a place of joy and happiness and inspiration for you. Number two. This may be the hardest one for all of us. It's the, it goes back to the words that Paul was offering there about being meek and the partner word that wasn't in this particular phrase about not taking yourself too seriously. The, the chance for us to understand the gospel, for us to be happy in the gospel, to be joyful in the gospel, is to enter into this with a certain amount of humility. Not by not taking ourselves and our play, ourselves too seriously in the overall story. At the nine o'clock service, Marilyn was sitting back here, and I used her as a as my uh, illustration foil. But I will say to you that as a former single parent, as a former a child of alcoholics, as a retired Army Lieutenant Colonel, I I can have I have overfunctioning down pretty well. I've I've got it, I'm not sure mastered yet, but I know how to do it, all right? And part of over-functioning leads to me thinking everything depends on me. It's all about me. And one of Marilyn's most valuable comments to me is one to try to bring me back to a place of humility. Dennis, it's not all about you. Now my guess is, is that if there's 140 of you in the room here, all 140 of us need to hear that at some point in time, in our day, some more frequently than others, but nonetheless, it's a, it's a comment that we all need to have. And it's grounded in this idea of humility. It's grounded in the idea out of this passage, which is to be meek. And the Greek word is, don't take yourself so serious. Take a deep breath, calm down. Now, the, the last point I wanna make comes back to this Brother Lawrence idea, and it's hinted at 
in the passage, which is the Brother Lawrence idea is the fact that in order to truly put on the presence, to enter into the presence of God, you have to work at it. You have to make it your strategy. You have to consciously be aware of this and every hour, every minute, every second of the day for Brother Lawrence, he did that. And what was the output? What was the result of that? He could be happy at a task that many of us would have considered beneath us, below us, hard, hard to find joy in. But we have the words of Brother Lawrence today that we don't have the, we don't, I'm not sure we even know the abbot's name who had, gave him this commission, but we know who Brother Lawrence was. We know who Brother Lawrence was because he gave us this gift from the 17th century. And I would say that Brother Lawrence was giving us this gift partially grounded in this understanding from Philippians 4. That word that I said at the beginning that I wouldn't give you the Greek for, which means to be meek, we translate into English in meek, it's got a, a sister word in Greek. That word, in, that sister word in Greek is charis, C-H-A-R-I-E, I-S, C-H-A-R-I-S. And some of you are aware, you've known, you know enough Greek to realize that we translate charis as grace. To be meek in this world, not to take yourself overly seriously, is exactly what Jesus did in this, this passage out of John 3.16. For God so loved the world that God gave us his only begotten son, not to condemn the world, for those who, who believe in him shall have everlasting life. Jesus has it all. Jesus has it all. He, he doesn't have to come. He doesn't have to be here, part of us. But he sets off this stuff that he has there in heaven, and he comes down to humbly serve us. Now, if you think about that for longer than about five seconds, you, that ought to cause you to be able to go to a place that surpasses, that transcends your understanding. That's a powerful opportunity there for us. It pushes our boundaries. In a moment, we're going to move to communion. In a moment, we're going to move to communion of this ritual that reminds us of the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross. We're going to move to this ritual that reminds us that we, we ask to be one in community with each other. It isn't all about me. Part of what we go here for this at this moment is for us to be able to stop and say, you know, this moment is not about me. This moment is about my relationship with God. This moment is about my relationship with God's church. This moment is about my relationship with the world around me. And the invitation for us is to humbly practice the presence of God and be prepared to work at that in some kind of way so that we can be living instruments on behalf of God in God's world. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, we ask that our reflection this morning be a place to bring us to joy, to happiness in you and all that we do and remind ourselves that today is the day in which we've been given and it should be our favorite day. We ask this blessing in the name of Christ Jesus and all of God's children say, Amen. Hilltop is located in Sandy, Utah, 985 East, 10,600 South. Locals would say 106th. Our two worship services are at 9 o'clock and 10.30. Hope to see you this Sunday. God bless. Bye-bye.